turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial. Stock market has been a big story recently with its kind of, I'm not going to say mood swings. Maybe I'm saying mood swings. I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not starting the week off the way I wanted to, but... The, the spirits are bullish right now. Uh, taking a look at the markets, we opened in very solid territory. And again, it seems almost like we've kind of had a lights on, lights off, wax on, wax off kind of stock market of recent note. And today we're positive. A little bit of mergers and acquisitions, kind of a Monday thing that goes on on Wall Street on occasion. Uh, some years it feels like, wow, a lot of companies are buying each other this year. Sometimes those are bad business years that companies just look around and say, what can we do for the future? It's not necessarily that the story this year. Trump's out there tweeting again. Um, he's defending the fact that the Mexican deal got done, even though the terms look exactly like the terms look a month ago. He says there's terms that you don't know about that got done. Maybe. I'll give the BOD. But he says he's not going to impose a 5% tariff on imported goods from Mexico after all. Car companies breathe a big sigh of relief. Now he's saying to the president of China. Uh, make sure you show up at that meeting. Otherwise, we're going to go tariff crazy on you. That meeting being the G20 finance minister's meeting. Um, although in this case, it's not the finance minister's, but it's, it's G20 meeting in Japan at the end of China, at the end of J- 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 Japan, uh, June. So Raytheon and Dow Capone United Technologies are tying up in a big merger and acquisition. And I'm a little torn on that one. These are two big defense contractors. In, in theory... A lot of movies have villains that work for the only defense contractor on the planet. And we're kind of moving that direction. I'm not saying Raytheon is evil or anything like that or uh, United Technologies, but uh, when the competitors buy each other, they kind of have a strong ability to um, cut costs. Positive. But they also have a strong ability to control the market. Maybe not as positive. Salesforce announced it's going to acquire Tableau Software. For $16 billion, almost $15.7 billion. Uh, it's a 42% premium over Friday's closing. It's interesting to note that Salesforce.com, as their stock does well, they don't mind using it to buy companies. So it's a stock transaction. Notice that I said that and not a you know stock and cash transaction. These are big deals. These uh, One's a $120, bill, $120 billion deal. Other one's $16 billion. Very high-profile companies. Uh, has nothing to do with China. It has nothing to do with Mexico. It's just a good old-fashioned Merger Monday. Just another Merger Monday. Um, China reported 1.1% year-over-year increase in exports for May and an 8.5% year-over-year decline in imports. The export increase is being seen by many as a byproduct of getting in front of the potentially higher tariff rates down the road by uh, loading up the markets with inventory before tariffs go into effect. Shanghai Composite up today. So again, we're kind of getting in that picture. We're kind of getting in that mode. We're looking at the big picture. So those are the big stories of the day. Uh, those are the stories that we're trading on the market 
I'll get some more granular data for you as we go along. But President Trump indefinitely suspends tariffs on Mexico after the two countries reach that deal on immigration. Weakness today in typically very defensive areas of the stock market, utilities, and real estate. Strength in more growthy areas. Let's think here. What's, what's the big story? Ultra-luxury cars. Prices are plunging. Eh. That's not my story. Uh, taking a look at some of the more headline-moving stocks out there today. Always is kind of uh, upgrades and downgrades. I heard a really interesting comparison on Trump. He's not pro-business, and you kind of think of him in a very off-the-cuff kind of way as a pro-business president. He's more about manufacturing jobs coming back to the United States or manufacturing jobs not leaving the United States. It was kind of an interesting take on him, uh, saying that the Democrats are more pro-business, and it's kind of interesting that Facebook and Twitter and Google are in the crosshairs of the president when they're great American success stories. And here he is kind of headline bashing them, and the Democrats as well for how big they are and how powerful they are. Uh, it's not a good time to be a, a big tech company, in theory. Amazon launches a credit card for the underbanked with bad credit. Synchrony Financial and Amazon are partnering on a credit card for Prime members who might not have good enough credit to get a credit card otherwise. And this is a powerful company. It's called Amazon Credit Builder. It lets the users build up credit through a secured card alongside budgeting tools and tips. It allows people eventually to graduate to another Amazon store card. Once they've established credit, I kind of like the idea of banks really trying to create some programs to help people build credits with secured credit cards. But when you get Amazon in the mix of it, it kind of makes me a little bit nervous. The new card will have the same 5% cash back on purchases that come with, you know, Amazon's store credit card, which Synchrony also powers the rewards cards incentivize shoppers to use Amazon instead of an alternative. For me, I don't really shop a lot at Target, but... I like the Target Red card because it gives 5% off your purchases. And I like the Amazon credit card because it gives 5% off purchases. I, that doesn't bother me. I, I'm okay with that. Just throwing that out there. Um, the Impossible Whopper is coming to San Francisco. All 111 outlets there are getting them. So the trial is expanding. Burger King's journey to being a meatless yet tasty burger. Uh, I'm trying to get it into your hands getting a, a pretty big stop off uh, with all 111 Bay Area Burger Kings. Right now, the county has just one factory in Oakland, which can produce just 1.5 million pounds of fake meat a month. That's going to be the big question on Beyond Meat. Beyond Meat, obviously the biggest, biggest IPO winner of the year. Now it's up 500% as, let's blame the millennials, do their thing and eat meatless burgers. And they want, you know, food without faces, kind of so, so to speak. I don't want to obviously say too much here, but that's the idea. Dow's up big. U.S. and Mexico reach a deal. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up right around the corner this month. You can find out more by going to robblackshow.com. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app.
or kdow.biz. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money invested, and more. Over the weekend, Microsoft updated that the new Xbox will arrive late next year and will have faster loading times and incredible graphic hardware. It's kind of interesting. I'm not a Sony PlayStation guy, but they've also announced a new console. Microsoft stocks at an all-time high. Um, Holiday 2020 is coming. It's going to be called Project Scarlet. One major launch game was revealed. It's a Halo title. Surprise, surprise with Microsoft, right? What's interesting to note is there's not going to be a disk drive on it. And it's going to have up to the ability to show 8K pictures or 8K screens or whatever you want to call it, 8K. But we have 4K TVs already, and let's just say that very few people actually get to see what a 4K experience is because there's not a lot of content for it except for through video games. Um, it's going to have solid-state drives instead of traditional hard drives. It's pretty similar to what's going to be in the PlayStation 5, right? you got to imagine that the two companies kind of look over each other's shoulders. But again, not a lot of content will be available for 8K TVs. Many, many, many years ago, I was reading about how content pushes technology. And it was pretty interesting that they talked about the adult entertainment industry, also known as pornography, and how it was pushing technology all the time with, they went from reel-to-reel movies to VHS movies to everything that came out, whether it was Betamax or Laserdisc or streaming they were there. I think the same could probably be said of video game consoles as far as trying to push new product. Best Buy would like nothing more than to see two new uh, video game consoles, right? Because now they'll be able to say, hey, you thought 4K was good. Take a look at this, sweetie. It's 8K. Uh-huh. And you'll go like, I, I, I think I want that. That's that. Look at the grass on that golf course. And they'll have like little videos that are running in the store in 8K. And you'll, and you'll get home. You'll try to hook it up to your cable television or your, your Roku and your YouTube TV. Uh-uh. It doesn't stream in 8K. Essentially, it streams in 1K. Cable, you have some high-definition channels, but not a lot of content created, per se, in 4K. So that's out there. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we can talk about money, investing, and more. There is a alternative website for sports. It's called the Bleacher Report. And when I say alternative, it's alternative to who? I'd say ESPN, right? They're growing like a weed. And in the world of investments, i got to be careful how I say this, weed is good. <laughs> I'm not talking about marijuana. I'm talking about growing like weed, right? So Bleacher Report's been making a series of investments in longer form content events, commerce, and a portfolio strategy that's centered on key sub-brands. I follow, let's say, four or five sports teams vaguely. Let's say they're hypothetically the Yankees, the San Jose Sharks, maybe a college football team, and uh, maybe a Manchester City soccer team. And anytime there's a little teeny, tiny, teeny, tiny piece of news, my watch goes ding, 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 there's a little teeny, tiny piece of news. And uh, it's it's not ESPN who I'm getting it from. It's Bleacher Report. It's cute the way it ties into my hand. And I got to say, I actually care more about sports because it does. I'm like, oh, the Yankees are having a lot of injuries this year, according to my watch telling me that Bleacher Report's telling me. So keep an eye on Bleacher Report. They've got some uh, pretty good advertisers coming their way. And they're growing at 50% this year. They're going to hit $200 million in revenue. That is nothing compared to ESPN. But ESPN's not growing like a weed. I think that's worthy of note. And let me go back and say this 
maybe one more thing about Bleach Report. They sensationalize their news towards what I would say millennials. Or maybe ESPN's just become too milk toast, geared towards Caucasian 28, 35 year old not wanting to be too cutting edge. You know, I told you recently, uh, MMA has come to ESPN in a big way because it had to. For years and years and years, they kind of snubbed it while the sport grew and grew and grew in popularity. And it's a sport. Maybe it's a blood sport, but it's a sport. So I think they've done a really, really nice job. Bleacher Report has. Uh, they've worked with females and they've worked with millennials much smarter than ESPN has. I got the sniffles today. I was out of town for the weekend, so I must have come back and must have hit just like a, a big old pocket of pollen. At least that's what it feels like to me. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Tesla got a positive note. I think in the last two weeks I've done nothing but negative stories on Tesla. And it's worthy of note that uh, one analyst, Baird, believes the sell-off in the car maker is overblown. It's not my kind of investment. And when an analyst says it's got 66% upside, I, I, I almost don't care. I believe that stocks like Beyond Meat have upside based on penetration trends of their product but it's not to me like tesla doesn't have competition now more so than ever and i guess the analyst goes out of his way to say weak demand remains at the forefront of the bear argument but we continue to see model 3 demand is underestimated so says the analyst i've seen nothing but negative stories on the company now for two to three weeks and maybe that's maybe that's the time to say maybe this is interesting when everyone's negative maybe i'm gonna get interested in it tough for me to really say but uh just throwing that out there for you. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Taking a look at some of the other stories today. Stanley Drunkenmiller has gotten a lot of press recently. He's one of those billionaires that comes out, and he hits Bloomberg and CNBC, and he hits everything that he can as fast as he can. Then he goes into hiding. Not hiding. He just goes on a big uh, media push. And he's basically saying China's going to play the United States and fleece us in, in the trade deals. He would be really considered a Republican pretty big time. In an interesting news, Walgreens cuts the long-time health benefit for retired employees. And only what you can say is odd, right? Walgreens, you're like healthcare company, but... They basically said they're no longer going to subsidize medical benefits for former employees who hadn't turned 64 by March 31, saying rising unpredictable health care costs are killing us. I, it's killing small companies, too, Walgreens. It's killing all the United States companies. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. The Rolling Stones are coming in concert. It's worthy of note. And go with me on this. Um, Mick Jagger had heart surgery recently in the last year, and he's still kind of going strong. And it makes me think, like, that's been a pretty good career. So you look at how much they make in revenue on their concerts, and you go, for an old man, he's kind of rocking it. And I'm just going to say, I'm going to call him the whole band, right, even though there's other people in the band. Um, So he has heart surgery in April, they just came out with, how shall we say, they're now branding themselves with an annuity. The sole sponsor of their concert coming to a 
major football field near you is the Alliance for Lifetime Income. It's a nonprofit organization formed by financial services companies to raise awareness about the need to protect income in retirement. And that's a lot of, that's an annuity sales company is essentially what we're talking about. As people live longer, they need more income. That's something CFP Chad Burton and myself are going to talk about at our upcoming seminar in July. The Alliance for Lifetime Income plan is sponsoring concerts. Warren, not Warren, uh, the Rolling Stones, there was a line in the movie almost famous. And it was kind of interesting in the sense that someone took a shot at Mick Jagger in the movie. And band manager Dennis Hope, played by Jimmy Fallon, he cautioned members of the band Stillwater. If you think Mick Jagger will still be out there trying to be a rock star at age 50, you're sadly, sadly mistaken. Um, <laughs> he's still doing it. And, you know, the movie was set in 1973. And, uh, Mick Jagger's still going strong. Still going strong. And it's just uh, worthy of note. Like, how long can you make that money? And the answer is a long time if you're Mick Jagger. He's 75 years old. I watched a video of him doing some uh, dance rehearsal, dance move rehearsals. Maybe, maybe it was kind of an aerobics push at the same time. Still going strong. So we're going to talk about income and retirement with CFP Chad Burton at an upcoming seminar. Let's talk to CFP Chad Burton right now. Chad? Welcome in. CFP Chad Burton. He is the Ayatollah of rock and roll when it comes to financial planning. How are you, Mr. Burton? Good. Thanks. <laughs> the Ayatollah. I like that one. Yeah, I don't think I made that up. I think I stole that from somebody. With that said, uh, let's talk a little 401k f- fees because companies seem to differ like golden clay. Some 401ks are ideal. Some 401ks are costly and they've got a horrible product in them. Yeah. So what do we need to know in the world of 401k and 401k fees? Well, first of all, if you're an employer and you know you started your business, you had some employees, they wanted a 401k plan, so you started it. And a lot of times they started it with an insurance company. And the internal fees in these things are often around 2% to get the, the everything covered. And usually either you directly or your employees are paying for it right out of the account. And they're not going to lower the fees to the next fee schedule level unless you ask. Now, recent laws have said that, you know, as a, as a 401k program is an offering, they're going to have to send out a very clear statement on what the 401k fees are. So this is going to become a bigger issue in 2012 and 13, where people are going to realize the costs of their 401k. So, you know, once you have a good amount of assets in the plan, you're able to shop it. You're able to go to the vanguards, the T row prices, the, you know, get low, no load funds and even ETFs into the 401k plan to get the fees down for your employees. I think there's a law with uh, the teachers 457s and 403Bs, mm-hmm. uh, I think there's a law that if they ask for a provider, it legally has to be given to them. So if, for instance, in their district they don't have Fidelity, they could raise their voice and say, I'd like to use Fidelity, that provider has to be made accessible to them, which is kind of cool. You know, the the it's kind of a backfire on what's going on in the 403B market because I used to be able to, you know, take a somebody's 403b and roll it over into another 403b so i can manage it at the custodian that i use which is td ameritrade but that's almost impossible right now so hopefully that changes um people you know a lot of teachers get stuck with what they're in when we started off as a young company you know you you basically put your 401k assets with almost anyone like you said yeah um but a little bit later in life as your company starts to mature you have the power and not necessarily they have the power Early on, it does feel like you have to go with whatever anyone's willing to provide for you. Yeah, and it's a much more competitive market now. So a lot of companies, uh, you know, whether it's your ADP, your paychecks, or whatever, have 401ks that are pretty much a just huge array of no-load funds that you can use. And 
almost nearly a flat fee or a per participant fee to do it versus super high management fees inside the account. So shop around. New Focus Financially has a 401k plan. Do you have any annual maintenance fees? We we have a per participant fee and then the annual fee to file the 5500 through through the payroll company. What happens, and I was just trying to set a standard of uh, you know what people can expect out there, because mm-hmm. obviously New Focus Financial is going to be on top of their 401k, trying to take care of their employees. Uh, what if you work for a company that has a bad, like high annual fees, or a housing fee, or a trading fee, or mutual fund fees? Uh, what's your your mode of you know? I, I I get people that email me and I said I just hate my four hundred one k options they're too expensive. So you got to get two to three or four people together, and you've got to send emails to the HR department. That's part of HR's job is to make sure that the employee benefits are run correctly, and part of the prudent man rule to make sure people are educated. If you're going to offer a 401k, too, as a business, you've got to educate people, um, including yourselves on what funds are good and bad inside the program. Well, I work at Cron, and I could tell you that, and, you know, from talking to the teachers, I could tell you the HR departments are not very smart. Yeah. You know, the HR departments care more about sexual harassment versus educating people on investment options. Um, and I'm the financial guy at a TV station, and I see, you know, just these amazing just salespeople from just horrible companies come in. And uh, they bring pizza, and they're like, you should sign up for our funds, and their funds are the high-load funds. And HR doesn't know what they're, they're getting these people in for doing. Yeah, and at least, you know, now, if you're 55 or older, and you have a 401k plan with a large amount, and you don't like it, most plans allow you to do what's called an in-service rollover, where you can roll over into an IRA, a self-managed IRA, um, at least a minimum of your contributions. Okay. So if you're really unhappy or you want some day-to-day help with managing your funds, you can call up a, uh, your 800 number on your statement and say, am I eligible for an in-service rollover to an IRA? Okay. That way you can either manage it yourself or hire a money manager to, to do it for you. That's something you sometimes recommend where people want to work with a financial planner like yourself and all their assets are in their 401k. You say, are you X amount of age and can you do an in-service rollover? Because it's a way for you... Uh, to help them outside of their own 401k plan. Yeah, and, and a lot of it, too, has to do with, uh, most of the time it's because we're looking at the 401k choices that they have, and the bond choices are awful. Okay. And this is the hardest area to manage right now, and where a lot of risk lies in the next couple of years is interest rates will likely creep up after the uh, quantitative easing process is over. Anything else that we need to know? Uh, you know, just on your 401ks, too, it's something that you have to manage one of two ways, by either rebalancing it through the automatic rebalancer, or make sure you change where your contributions are going to rebalance your portfolio. I don't always keep my eye on my 401k. I kind of like let it accumulate. But there's a button that's auto-rebalance. Yeah, you can auto-rebalance every one once a year, twice a year, every quarter. Okay. And mathematically, that just um, it's taking a look that you have too much small caps, and it's saying let's buy some large cap because they've underperformed. It's just yeah, it, okay. it causes you to 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 sell high and buy low. There you go. It's CFP Chad Burton. You can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. So I'm putting together some further ideas on some new IPOs out there. There's uh, one coming out called Chewy. What's cute about Chewy, it's an online pet retailer. And we've seen online pet retailers before. Um, I will have more information on Chewy specifically in the next 24 hours because it's getting ready to open up for trade. Company had sales of $3.5 billion in 2018 um and it's growing so only the owner of chewy which is interesting is pet smart which perch which was purchased by a private equity firm 
uh, back in 2014. But our love of our pets is a real thing, and I don't think it's going away. Um, I've got a dog that I've spent more on in healthcare costs in the last year than I have on myself or any other family members. Um, dog insurance? Question mark. U.S. pet economy is projected to expand by 3.9% this year to a record $75 billion. $75 billion. The secret life of pets, too, just opened up. And again, just that whole theme of pets and investments. And then you see people with these weird Labradoodle, Labrador mixes. And you're like, wow, people are really taking this seriously. So the secret life of pets made more money than Dark Phoenix Worthy of note, in large part, because I thought superhero movies were, like, almost no-brainers. But millennials, the biggest pet owners, are paying premium prices for natural meals and treats. Not only are they putting natural food in their body, they're putting natural food in their animals. Uh, you see big companies like General Mills, you know, try to figure out the pet food business. And they go after a company like Blue Buffalo, a natural pet food business. J.M. Smucker, Colgate Palmolive. They're all big players. All big players. You can find out more about me and investing at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Today, I've talked about Microsoft, all-time high. I've talked about Burger King and the Impossible Whopper coming to all 111 Burger King outlets in the Bay Area. And there's an investment in meatless meats, and there's an investment in healthier lifestyles. I breached the topic ever so slightly of the Rolling Stones concert coming to the Bay Area, which you couldn't pay me money to go see. It's just not my thing to see something that I'm not going to say you should put out the pasture a long time ago, but it's just not my thing. Um, I'm not big into crowds. I'm not big into spending you know $250 on a ticket to hang out with 30,000 people. But I get it. I do get it. Let's take a look at the market numbers and see how we're doing today. We opened higher. We've worked a little bit higher. A couple weeks ago, we were talking about the summer of discontent and how sell in May and go away looked like the right idea. But then June came back in. And we're not talking about a June swoon. We're talking about a June boom. In the last month, we talked about the S&P 500 trading back down to its 200-day moving average. And then it hit it, and it bounced right off and went straight higher. Now, there's a company called Citibank. And they do a... I'm sorry, it's called Citigroup. They do a lot of research. And one of the things that they said over the weekend was that a bear market is coming. Even though the tariffs on Mexico were on, or they were off, NAFTA was off, then we made a a trade deal with Mexico and Canada, and then it's on, and then it was uh, Mexico's not doing enough on immigration, and then it's off, and now over the weekend, well, they must have done something very similar to what they promised in the past, so it's back on. I read an interesting article that it was in Bloomberg, I believe, or The Economist, talking about how Trump's not taken very seriously by world leaders at this point in time. He's doing too much tweeting. And as an example, uh, North Korea, he's gone from, like, enemy to friend, back to enemy, back to friend. And they don't know what to do with our policy. So at one point in time, we were threatening nuclear war with him after they were threatening, you know, sending nukes, you know, testing right over Japan, one of our allies and friends. Uh, but tensions are mounting right now in the world. The outcome looks more likely to be driven by politics and economics, so says Citigroup's global macro strategy team, thinking that President Trump is going to continue to take a hard line into the 2020 elections. So if Trump, 
according to Citigroup, applies 25% tariff on the remaining Chinese goods not yet hit. Kind of a shock and awe strategy in the run-up to the handshake deal. That will eventually happen. Um, we did get through increased tensions with Europe on the autos, but that could come back at any point in time. So Citigroup is saying that a full-scale bear market could go down 20%. Eh, that's not my play. Uh, gold's not my play. Gold's been rallying recently on the whole things are going to heck in a handbasket angle. So if you did think that a trade deal at the Group of 20 Summit at the end of this month in Japan, where Trump may meet with the president of China, you would think equities would surge, and then you'd think gold would slow. I'm not one of those guys who plays a lot of games. It's just not my thing. Speaking of games, holy mackerel, I just opened some stock screens. Beyond me, you know, we're talking about how millennials are all about the lifestyle. They're up 30 bucks today. That stock's gone bonkers. I want to curse so bad at times, but I got to remember, I'm beholden to my bosses in, in radio and television, and it's their airwaves, not mine. But that stock IPO'd $25 roughly. That's at 170 this year. And you look at it, and there's no way you can say this makes any sense. Other than it's going to be a long-term lifestyle change of many Americans going and giving up on meat. So some questions about Beyond Meat. It's had some whippy actions as far as shooting up and pulling back a little bit, then shooting up and pulling back a little bit. But it's been kind of off the races. And technically speaking, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's momentum. So it's tough to be disciplined with momentum. I've got a friend who has a uh, brother who's got a gambling problem. And it's funny because I'll listen to him kind of re regurgitate his brother's gambling problems. I'm like, you know, the odds never get better. It's not like if you sit at the table long enough, you're going to win. You might, but the odds don't get better. It's not like being a professional gambler, the odds ever get better. But he has a thing that, like, I could put a dollar in a slot machine, it could be $10 million. But if you play blackjack, a dollar will only get you 50 cents. You're like, whoa, this is a real sickness. But I'm not here to judge. Uh, Beyond Meats, revenues were up 214%. But they went from 20 million or 10 million to 40 million. It's, it's, it's really, really tough to analyze a company when they're this small. So, uh, Beyond Meat does have a frozen chicken strip product, which is interesting to note because so far we've been talking about the burgers. So, we're going to get meats, not only hamburger, but we're going to get chicken and fish without the, the fish or the bok bok. Chicken. I'm Rob Black, talking to all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, and YouTube Rob Black Show.